This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. There is a growing retirement crisis in this country. A new report on how well Americans have prepared for retirement shows that many baby boomers are in bad shape. A majority do not have savings or a private pension to rely on. There's also a risk to basic entitlements like Social Security and Medicare. Without a major overhaul, retirees may face Social Security cuts and bigger co-pays for health care in the not-too-distant future. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. April is National Financial Literacy Month, so it's a great time to review your retirement plan, especially if you've just made it through your first tax return under the new tax law. That should give you a better idea about the money available for saving. It's so easy to procrastinate on this task, but addressing it sooner than later could make a huge difference. Knowing exactly how much you might need and how much you should put away while you're working is crucial. This new report claims that many baby boomers haven't done this and that they are now facing a retirement crisis. The Insured Retirement Institute's annual report is called Boomer Expectations for Retirement. The Institute represents the annuities industry, so much of this report focuses on that. But it also highlights issues that will haunt baby boomers trying to retire. There are three of them, including a lack of savings, higher-than-expected health costs, and misconceptions about how much money is actually needed for retirement. This report focuses on baby boomers because they're the generation in the midst of retirement right now. They're born between the years of 1946 and 1964 and are currently between ages 55 and 73. The report implies that boomers need a reality check. It says they're largely unprepared for retirement because they're unrealistic in their expectations and simply have not saved enough. In fact, it says 45% have no retirement savings at all. That's a scary number since 47% of them have already retired. Let's take a look at their income options. As reported by CNBC, financial preparedness is a stool with three legs that represents Social Security, private pensions, and savings accounts. Unfortunately, none of these options are providing much security for boomers. CNBC reports that the average Social Security check adds up to $14,000 a year. Just 38% of older boomers are expecting or getting a pension, while less than 25% of younger boomers are expecting one. As for the savings leg, 45% of boomers have not saved anything at all for retirement. It seems like many baby boomers don't really know how much money they're really going to need. CNBC reports that retired Americans spend an average of $55,000 a year, but that many baby boomers think they'll need much less. The Insured Retirement Institute found that 44% of those surveyed feel they'll need less than $35,000 a year, and a total of 60% will need less than the average amount. The Institute also asked what they'll do if they run out of money. 58% said they'll rely on Social Security. Another 37% said they'll return to work at least part-time. About a third of the boomers have already postponed retirement. Another 6% said they'll ask their children for help. The survey also found that a majority of people wish they had saved more and had started saving earlier which is the subject of another report. An analysis by the Schwartz Center for Economic Policy found that it isn't just low- and middle-income earners who aren't saving. According to CNBC, the New School for Social Research found that high-income workers are also spending too much and saving too little. 
Researchers looked at the amount of money people ages 51 to 56 were saving for retirement, and they found a big disparity in preparedness levels within the top earnings tier. They say 30% of the people in that age group who earn more than $80,000 a year have less than $200,000 in their savings retirement accounts. Only 15% have saved more than $700,000, and just 3% have hit that $1 million mark recommended by many financial experts. Researcher Siavish Radpour says, Even top earners don't have as much as you'd expect them to have, and the situation is dire for low-income workers. The report shows that half of all retirement wealth is held by those in the top tier, while those who earn less than $25,000 a year have only 1%. Social Security is also facing an uncertain future along with Medicare. The latest update on the health of those two entitlement programs shows that Medicare will run out of money in 2026 and that Social Security is not far behind. It's expected to become insolvent by 2035, if not sooner. Arkansas Representative Steve Womack said of the news, the programs that millions of Americans pay into and expect to have in the future are going broke, driving up federal spending, growing our deficits, and crowding out other priorities in the process. We cannot afford to ignore this reality any longer. If the program can't cover 100% of their obligations, the benefits would have to be cut. For people already counting their Social Security pennies, that could be devastating. The best course of action is to start preparing as soon as you can, by saving money and being realistic about how much money you'll need in the future. But it's important to also note that savings will not be enough. Inflation will eat up that savings if you figure each year your money is worth about three to four times less than it was the year before. And if inflation runs rampant, which it certainly could, things could be much, much worse for your savings. The key to building a healthy retirement is investing your money wisely, and more importantly, using leverage. One example of that is buying your own home. If you buy a home for, say, $300,000, you might think you'll need a 20% down payment. But if it's your primary residence, there are loans that only require a 3% down payment. 3% of $300,000 is only $9,000. The payment on that home may be around $1,800, including taxes and insurance, which may be the going rent in the area. But if that sounds high, cut it in half. You could buy a $150,000 home, depending on where you live, and that would only be a $4,500 down payment and about a $1,000 monthly mortgage payment that includes taxes and insurance, depending on the interest rate and the local property tax rates. And for many people, those monthly mortgage payments would not be that much different than the local rent. The big difference is that over time, specifically 30 years, that home would be paid off, whereas the renter is left with nothing. But let's just say that after two years, you decide to rent out your primary residence and buy another home for yourself. In this case, you can get another great loan on the home that you plan to live in, but you wouldn't have to refinance the home you lived in before even if you turn it into a rental, because you lived in it for a few years. Now you would have two assets at very low interest rates that may very well be paid off by the time you want to retire. And if you did this again and again, you could buy up to three to five to seven or even 10 properties. And you'd certainly reach that million dollar mark by the time you retire, if you pay them off. There are ways to even accelerate the payoff, by making an extra payment every year, you may be able to pay off the property in half the time, in like 15 years or so. 
And oftentimes that can be done just by using the cash flow generated from the rental income. Savings will not do that for you. Another option is to buy a rental property in an area where prices are still depressed. In Detroit, for example, people can still buy property for under $60,000. That's just a $12,000 down payment. Of course, you've got to be very careful about the neighborhoods you go in. You only want to buy in areas that have low crime and that are in the path of progress with the possibility of appreciating over time. But if this country experiences inflation, and it certainly could, the value of the property will rise too, as well as the rents, which is why owning leveraged property is the best hedge against inflation. This is why real estate has proven over and over to be the number one wealth builder. You can learn more by reading my book, Retire Rich with Rentals, which you can get on Amazon or go to our website where you'll find an enormous amount of free education on how and where to invest in real estate. Just go to newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 